Buckle up and get ready, because your weekly news wrap awaits. It's, it's time, time for Rush Hour, Hour with Amukta and Nicole. Guys, the next time you hear us say that, it'll be fully produced and everything. We'll have a real, real show opener for you all. Um, so get excited for our next episode. Um, but today we have what we always have. <laughs> we have your news for the week. Um, this week, I don't know. How would you rate the news this week? Um, it like was on a scale of ten. <laughs> I don't know. Was it eventful? It was kind of eventful. I know that, like, the, everything with Congress and everything. We're not talking about Congress today. Yeah, no I'm going to start with something that is much more near and dear to my heart, which is Starbucks. So thousands of Starbucks workers from 360 stores staged a strike against Red Cup Day yesterday, which is one of Starbucks's biggest promotional days. So if you don't know... Red Cup Day is a day where the store gives away reusable red cups, um, and it usually brings in the highest sales of the year. So this this strike is part of a two year effort to unionize the company. Um, part of this part of the problem is that there is severe understaffing, and then also when you pair that with mobile ordering, I don't know if you've ever like gone into a Starbucks and they've just had a mobile order shelf or just at the mm-hmm. counter. Yeah. They have hundreds of orders that are just waiting to be picked up. And there's like there's so many orders and with the understaffing, like especially on promotional days that bring in the highest sales, it's really, really overwhelming for the staff. Um and there's also fighting for protections against racial harassment, a zero tolerance policy for sexual harassment, and um they also want increased minimum wages. So there seems to be a lot of problems with um, the company and their their workers at the moment. Um, I know that the company has said that they will increase the minimum wage by 3% at their stores. Um, but we'll see if... From, like, the... Do you know if it's, like, the hourly pay or... I think it's the hourly pay, but every every region has, like, different minimum wages. So, oh, okay. um, so yeah, I think that's why they just have the percentage, but... Um, and yeah, we'll see if, we'll see if these strikes help with any of the other, other problems that they're facing right now. Okay. Cause I've heard there's, um, strikes against Starbucks too, because of the, um, Israel-Palestine conflict, because, um, I don't know word for word, but Starbucks started supporting one side and the other side started oh, boycotting really? them. Oh, um, that's interesting. I actually, I thought that's the direction the story was going in, but I guess not. Um, this is pretty interesting too. Um, I want... A red cup. I know. Red cup, that'd be nice. I but. didn't, I forgot about red cup day until I was doing the news this morning. And I was like, oh my gosh, I missed it. Oh, wait, 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 it's over? I, is it over? Uh, uh, let me, <laughs> hold on. Um, is red cup day over? Um, yeah. Oh, it was, it was just only yesterday. yesterday. So, oh, that's, that's sad. that is... Yeah, that's really sad. Next year, <laughs> let's let's give you all an update um, for the 2024, if they have it up. 2024, no, it's not here yet. But anyways, so make sure to remember this for next year if you forgot to get your red cup at Starbucks yesterday like us. Um, but yeah. Okay. 
Um, next we have a story not really related to like America, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but Iceland has been suffering massive, uh, massive earthquakes for a couple days now. Um, in the I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but in the Reykjanes Peninsula in the southwest, in preparation for what local authorities believe is going to be a volcanic eruption, uh, Grindavik, a city 35 miles from the capital of Reykjavik, is extremely damaged right now with holes in the concrete, roads, and houses, and steam rising up from the ground. Uh, this includes like sulfur dioxide. Um, if you've ever smelt it before, it's kind of like rotten eggs, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Blue Lagoon, which is one of Iceland's most popular tourist attractions, uh, has been closed in that city. And if you've ever been to Iceland, you know that the Blue Lagoon is like, it's it's if when you think Iceland, you think Blue Lagoon. So this is this no, we know it's pretty major um, because there's probably tourists still there, still in Reykjavik, um, and all three thousand four hundred residents of that town were evacuated, um, and one family member was recently allowed back to collect just the basic necessities from like local businesses their houses um this this is like you when when people go back they're only allowed to collect the most important stuff like if they accidentally left behind pets they collect their pets um or you know other things they need for survival rather than just like a want um and the chance of an eruption is high say local authorities um and iceland is one of the most active volcano spots in the world and back in 2010, when they did have a volcano eruption, it was pretty major. Lots of ash covering the cities um, to the point where even Europe's, a lot of Europe's flights got canceled. Because Iceland, well, Iceland, like, the the main, it's near the mainland of Greenland. It's still kind of technically part of um, Europe in a lot of senses. So there were a lot of, like, effects going back and forth so whatever happens in iceland if this volcano eruption if it happens if it ends up happening is a major one it could um, end up affecting europe and just because the land mass is kind of close to mainland america it could end up affecting um the united states as well wait oh i never knew that i need to search up a map i never knew that iceland <laughs> was close to america um from new york if you go like to the um east and then up near okay yeah yeah i see now it's like it's much closer to europe but it's still not too far from america yeah well it's far from us so (laughs) oh yeah far from seattle for us west coasters yes that's why west coast is the best coast (laughs) um this reminds me of i don't know i don't know why well it actually makes sense why it would remind me of our unit in i think seventh grade when we were talking about um what was it the mount st helens eruption yeah yeah. i remember that so vividly we were watching a a documentary and there was a there was a lot of people that tried to stay back they didn't want to leave their homes they didn't want to evacuate Mm -hmm. and when they were going and videoing the aftermath there was so many like dead bodies and like yeah. all of all of this destruction it was really uh, traumatizing to watch <laughs> that's really stuck with me so if you're in iceland and if you're in a danger zone like i yeah we really advise you to evacuate i think everyone is evacuating or like they were it was mandatory to evacuate okay. so no no one left there for now unless they're still i think the the basic necessity collection yeah. period might still be going on i don't know 
well, that is scary. That's it's like I think about I think about our earthquake that we're supposed to have all the time, oh. but like there's no signs that that it's going to happen. We had an earthquake a, a week or two ago. Oh yeah, like, we've had feel. we've had really. Mm. I've never felt any earthquake here, oh. but we always have like every like year or a few years. There's like an earthquake, and I've never felt it. But like my mom, mm-hmm. sorry, this is a random story. My mom and my parents were in. I don't know, it might have been San Francisco when there was a major earthquake there. And um, there was so much, I don't know, they talk about it with their friends all the time. One of their friends was a surgeon and he was doing surgery. And this person was like opened up on the table and this earthquake started. And they were just like, there's just like a body that's like literally like open during surgery and there's an earthquake going on. So they had to like stitch him back up and not do the surgery and wait till after. Oh, wow. But um, I know that my mom, my mom was like in her lab. She's a scientist or something, and like it, like really traumatized her. So whenever there's any sort of, it could be like the smallest magnitude earthquake ever. But she always like looks up and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I think there was an earthquake." And I was like, "What? Like there's there is absolutely no movement in the ground at all." And then we'll go online and it'll say an earthquake. Like, she has these magic powers. She has, like, the, the spidey sense for earthquakes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, we do have, like, a lot of small earthquakes, apparently. I've never felt one, but... My bookshelf shook a little bit, so that's the only reason I felt, like, the last... Oh, one, so but... it actually, like, was, a, like, yeah. noticeable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just not observing. <laughs> Maybe I need to be more in tune with my surroundings. I don't know. But, like, I don't know if there's supposed to be a sign that that will happen soon or if it's just going to be totally out of the blue. But you know I hope I hope it doesn't happen while I'm here because my biggest fear when I first moved to Washington were volcanoes and earthquakes, and I had nightmares about them for days. Really? Yeah, it was really bad. Because we live in the Ring of Fire, which just makes our like, situation so much worse. Does that mean that there's a lot of volcanoes? Or yeah, a lot that of... means there's a ring of volcanoes around Oh, fun. <laughs> That's fun. I I love volcanoes. In Hawaii, oh. I love, like, the, you know, going up to the volcanoes in Hawaii. That's, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's really cool, but... When they're yeah. not, like, actively, you know, erupting. Well, I'd love to see it. It's yeah. supposed to, like, it, it's supposed to, you're supposed to go when they're actively erupting. Yeah. Because, like, but, like, not erupting, like, dangerously. When they're just, like, spewing a little bit yeah, of magma. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I like that. But I don't really want, I don't, I would not want to be near, like, a huge volcanic eruption. So, hopefully, hopefully it just doesn't happen in Iceland. Um, if it does, hopefully everybody is able to stay safe. But yeah. And now we have some speed news for you guys. And I think Amukta is going to start us off. Yeah, and I'll make this super speedy. Okay. But <laughs> Microsoft at their annual Ignite Teams conference uh, this year for 2023, they introduced the idea of a new Teams feature um, that they'll release next year that will use AI to clean up and enhance your background in a meeting. And Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, said that this could be if you forgot to clean your house before a meeting or just AI deciding that it wants to enhance the features of your house, like, you know, add a plant to your wall or something. That's interesting. It reminds <laughs> me of the Apple Vision Pros that was, like, enhancing your surroundings that we talked about. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Ed, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> like, to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, more technology. 
SpaceX is set to make the second launch of its massive Starship spacecraft tomorrow morning. Um, the launch window opens up at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is going to be really interesting because the April test launch of the same spacecraft failed four minutes into flight. So we will have to see how this one compares and um, if it's able to do a bit better than it did, what, seven months ago? Yeah. See how their, <laughs> see how their changes changes affected it. I'm actually kind of excited for that because I do remember the failure. <laughs> yes. Um, a long-lost painting masterpiece called Rice Mocked was hanging in an elderly woman's house in the city of Champaign. It was worth over $20 million, and people discovered that it was in that old lady's house for the first time um, in 2019. And now it's been recently shipped to the Louvre because it's worth over $20 million. I think it's worth over 20 million euros, too. And it was created in, like, the 1200s, so... Uh yeah, pretty 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 major painting, and um now it's going to a museum. I always hear about these stories and think like about my the paintings in my house, and I know that like <laughs> they're all like twentieth twenty first century paintings, but I always think in the back of my mind like, what if one of these was worth like eight hundred million dollars, <laughs> and like it's like some hidden I don't know gem. Caravaggio. That's the only painter I remember from. <laughs> History, my, yeah, history last year but um yeah i always think about that but probably not gonna happen but it's okay <laughs> what is going to happen that i'm probably even more excited about than finding a hidden 20 million dollar painting in my house is that this sunday marks the first las vegas formula one grand prix in history okay honestly I'll, okay i'll say it later but it's the third <laughs> Formula One race in one country in one year. There's been Austin, Miami, and now Las Vegas. So this is a record for the sport. And what I was saying earlier, um, I should really say that this Saturday marks the first Las Vegas Grand Prix because the flag will drop at 10 p.m. local time in Las Vegas, which is also Seattle time. Um, and it will go probably into, like, early the early hours of sunday morning mm -hmm. um and this is to optimize for european viewers so oh time yeah. zones <laughs> exactly so yeah it'll be late saturday night so if you want to watch that definitely be on the lookout that should be really exciting okay and to end this episode we are going to do quick little good news um yeah I have the first story, and there's a name in here that I cannot pronounce, um, but Polish, a young Polish inventor with the name P-I-O-T-R. <laughs> Do you know how to pronounce that? I don't know. You can <laughs> figure it out. Um, but this young Polish inventor invented, designed um, the Life Chariot, which is a medevac off-road ambulance that can attach to any vehicle with a towing hook or an eye, um, which is meant to help with medical evacuations across the rough terrain of the Ukrainian front line because of their war. So this is expanding evacuation capabilities as the Life Chariot has room for one injured person on a stretcher and two more seats for medics or the lightly wounded. So this is not only helping with just um, more 
steady and easier evacuations, but it's also helping more people um, leave if they have had casualties. And the James Dyson Award gave a special humanitarian prize to this inventor who hopes to keep upgrading his um, life-saving device to help out not only in Ukraine, but for any um, rescues from inaccessible places. Okay, especially in a time like this, this is like a great invention. So um, definitely support that award being given yes. to this inventor. Me too. So, yeah. And I, it's really relevant to right now. Right, yeah. Um, next, well, this is, this is again, with, like, the more, more goofy side of news. And I feel kind of out of place saying it after this last story. But here, here it goes. Um, <laughs> four men aged 35 to 39 were recently charged with the theft of an 18-karat gold toilet from the birthplace of Winston Churchill. This is in England, by the way, in from, a, from like, a mansion that's described as a palace. Um... The toilet was worth 5.95 million U.S. dollars and was created by an Italian artist, Maurizio Catalan, as a satire on excessive wealth, which is so timely because we're actually learning about satire in English English. right now. Yeah. That is, yeah, we should really tell this to our English teacher. I (laughs) would love to have a gold toilet. I don't, like, if I had the money to get a $6 million gold toilet, like, I don't care if it's mocking me, like, like mocking my money or like created as satire like a gold toilet that would be so funny to have in my house well i don't know i guess we can i guess we can kind of see what the what these men were thinking then yeah i think i think honestly stealing a gold toilet is a much better theft than most like than robbing a bank like okay. right? Wouldn't wouldn't you rather hear about the theft of a gold toilet? That's true. That's true. This is more entertaining robbery? than you yeah. know, people losing all their savings. So yeah, yeah. I I actually do. I know you didn't want to end on that story, but I do like that story <laughs> as an ending. Um, and with that, that is all we have for you <laughs> for rush hour today. Um, we are not going to be back next week because Mukta oh. is going to be in the Macy's Day Parade. I forgot about that. Yes, and is going to be out all week. So we will miss her, but you can go turn on the news on Thanksgiving morning and go see her and the rest of the Mercer Island High School band playing in the Macy's Day Parade, yeah. which is so exciting. We will be back. The next Monday, we will be hosting Breakfast on the Bridge, and Amukta can give all of the details of the trip, and so that'll be really exciting. Um, And then the next Friday, we'll be back with Rush Hour. So we're just taking a quick one-week break. So yeah, we really hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving, and until we talk to you again, you can keep listening to KMIH 89 The Bridge.